Ah, yes. We are back here on MLB Morning Coffee. It is a Monday morning. A little bit foggy outside here at the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, but we are ready to bring you another episode of our show. A couple of reminders, as always, make sure you write a review, leave a rating, and subscribe. They help our metrics tremendously. By the way, we have approached the 6,000 all-time download mark. Our downloads per episode are twice as high as they were two months ago. So I thank everybody through inconsistent schedules and a deviation of the original mission of this podcast, which we'll be getting back to once baseball games are underway. I thank each and every one of you for sticking with me throughout. Now, I want to take today's episode to talk about my feelings about baseball restarting and what I also believe should be your feelings. Now, let me put this precursor out there. It is not my job to tell you how to feel or what opinions you should have. But last night, as the Cubs and the White Sox were playing an exhibition game on ESPN and as several other teams were doing so as well, I put out a tweet telling people to essentially stop flipping out about exhibition games. And I got a lot of flack for that from my friends and people that saw that tweet. And the reason why I got flack for that is people said, you need to be excited about this. People are excited that baseball's back. Well, yes, people are excited that the sport of Major League Baseball is going to be commencing in real soon. But I have just always been trained to not really get excited about exhibition baseball. I get more excited about spring training games than I do about the exhibition games that occur two days prior to opening day. It doesn't mean much. It doesn't tell us much. And I don't care whether it's in a pandemic or in a normal scenario, an exhibition game is an exhibition game. You know, the Chicago White Sox are not having Ross Detweiler as the first guy coming out of their bullpen when the season actually counts. So, to me, people that are flipping out about all this, look... Yes, I understand you're excited to have live sports back on the field, but be excited when they're actually playing stuff that counts. And even some people in the baseball community, many I would agree with, don't think that this season is going to count for much of anything other than a distraction to take our minds off of the impending doom that is our society. And people are getting on me. They're like, why are you raging against the machine? Well, that's not exactly what they're saying, but that's how I'm paraphrasing it. Why are you getting so angry all the time? Well, let me just start off by saying this, and I'm not going to get angry on this episode. I know that a couple of my recent episodes, I've gotten into full talk show host rant mode, and that's not what I want to be about. But what I want to explain to you is this, and the title of this episode is Be excited, but be skeptical about Major League Baseball's return. And the reason why I want people to be skeptical is to ensure that they do not forget how we got here. Number one, as a wholly functioning society, and number two, as fans of the game of baseball. You know, I kind of hearken it back to real-life scenarios when we promise that something is going to happen, whether we support a political candidate or whether we make a commitment to lose weight or do community service or what have you. Anything where you say, I am going to stand up for this issue. Hey, Black Lives Matter. That is a great example of what I'm about to go into. Everybody was outraged, and rightly so, over the killing of George Floyd. 
and over the killings of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor. And we saw people protesting in the streets of the United States like we had not seen since the Civil Rights Movement of the 1960s. And it was a beautiful thing to see. And we also had people that on social media were being their own versions of social justice warriors, which, great. You are doing your part to help advance the mission of Black Lives Matter and of the social equality movement. But as I say that, and I see people on social media that get outraged about that and get outraged about the racial inequalities in the United States and the economic inequalities in the United States and protesting to do something about it. But then... As soon as the national fervor dies down, you abandon that mission and you go back into the same complacent mindset that you had before all of this happened. And look, there are a lot of us that are guilty of doing that, whether we have other issues in our own world that we have to deal with or we feel like, okay, this issue doesn't affect me as much as I thought it did and I'm just going to go back to living a normal life. The fact that the three officers that killed Breonna Taylor are still out free is sickening. It's July damn 20th. It has been over four months since she was murdered. And yet the people that murdered her are still walking the streets free. And my point to then bring it back to baseball, and look, I understand that you didn't come here for a discussion on Black Lives Matter. I understand that, but I want to use this as the example to how I want to talk about the scenario in regards to baseball. And I use the Breonna Taylor example as the larger point in my discussion. If it is not outraging everybody, and people are not fighting to the extent of their ability to fight to make sure that justice is brought for Breonna Taylor, then what was the whole point in even getting behind the mission in the first place? That's my big issue, is that people have a mission statement, they say they're going to commit to it, and then they don't follow through. And that brings me back to the baseball fan's perspective about why you need to be skeptical about Major League Baseball. What happened to all of the people that were outraged that the owners were screwing over the players? What happened to the outrage of a lack of transparency when it comes to Major League Baseball's testing protocols? What happened to the anger over the player's safety comes first when Major League Baseball still hasn't figured out their testing solution to this debacle in Utah? What happened to fans getting upset and boycotting using MLB TV for the 2020 season when they're still going to charge full price and they're still blacking out games in your area. What happened to that? So all of a sudden we see baseball on our TVs and we see all the Major League Baseball Twitter accounts putting out these overinflated graphics about these players and all of a sudden, okay, everything's fine and then again. Stop it. Seriously, stop it understand that Major League Baseball is back in our purview under very suspect circumstances. Rob Manfred still may have Major League Baseball on a collision course for a labor stoppage in 2022. And that Major League Baseball may wipe out more than just the 42 minor league teams that they had basically promised to do before the 2020 season even came close 
to starting. And not to mention, players that were on the outside looking in in regards to whether or not they would make a big league roster in 2020, having to play to make sure that they get paid. There are a lot of players that are not opting out because they financially cannot afford to. And when you hear the story of Freddie Freeman, the first baseman from the Braves, thinking he was going to die because of his COVID-19 symptoms, having a fever of 104.5 and just hoping he'd wake up the next day alive, does it not concern people that when you start putting different variables into play, such as the travel, that the risk of COVID is going up? Because ever since the summer camp began, teams have been encapsulated into their own bubbles. And all of the teams that are playing these exhibition games, these are driving distance teams. The Yankees and the Mets, the A's and the Giants, the White Sox and the Cubs. To an extent, the Phillies and the Nationals, that's not that far away. But when you start putting people on planes, that's where it's going to get more concerning. You know, think about the Milwaukee Brewers. They're not going to play the Minnesota Twins in an exhibition game. They're playing inter-squad games against themselves. The Seattle Mariners are in geographical no-man's land in this regard. They can't just go bus down to Oakland or bus to Colorado. They're playing games against themselves. The majority of Major League Baseball teams are doing that. And in that scope, it is relatively safe. But when you have to put the variable of travel into play, that's where it gets less safe. So when you start seeing more and more positive COVID tests as this season goes along and you see a potential outbreak within one of the teams and you were one of those people that was blindly parading around that Major League Baseball is back, oh, yay, I have something to watch, and then get outraged because Major League Baseball isn't doing enough to keep the players safe, then you're a complete hypocrite. And that's why I ask you to be skeptical. That's why I ask you to think about the steps that got us to this point and realize that Major League Baseball is back in a very precarious scenario. If somebody gets seriously sick and you have an outbreak and, gosh forbid, somebody ends up dying, then how are you going to feel about it? Am I excited that we're going to actually see live sports and that we're going to have a baseball season to talk about, albeit 60 games? Yes, I am. I'm a baseball fan. I love the game of baseball. But as I've said in previous episodes, you can love the game of baseball and still be upset at the entity that is MLB. You want to make a difference? You want to show how disgusted you are with the way that Major League Baseball handled all this? Don't financially support it. Don't renew your MLB TV subscription. I canceled mine. You know how I'm going to watch baseball? I'm going to watch it on my cable package, watch the Giants and the A's because I'm already paying for the channels that they air on. My money isn't directly going to Major League Baseball because of that. I'm going to watch on ESPN, which I already have because of my cable package. My money is going to ESPN. Maybe it's indirectly going back to Major League Baseball, but I am not directly giving my dollar to a Major League Baseball team, and that is what I want to emphasize. I'm not buying any new hats. If I'm going to buy a hat, I'm going to buy a minor league baseball hat. 
I'm going to go buy a hat from the Idaho Falls Chuckers or the Bowling Green Hot Rods or the Clinton Lumber Kings, whatever minor league team. If you're so upset at Major League Baseball for how they handled this, yet you're excited that you're going to get to see baseball again, go back to why you were upset in the first place. Don't financially contribute to Major League Baseball or any of their entities this season. Make a statement. Make a difference. That's what I'm going back to talking about the original mission of upholding a belief that you hold true to your heart, whether that be social, racial, economic, what have you. Don't abandon a mission that you started because you all of a sudden got lazy because something from the other side was convincing you to be lazy. Don't contribute to Major League Baseball this year. I'm not going to. And if I do, you'll be the first people to hear about it. If I accidentally go and buy a t-shirt or buy a hat or whatever, if I do that subconsciously, then it's my own fault. And there's nobody to blame but myself. So as we get towards opening day and we get towards the finalization of rosters, just understand that all of this is here in a precarious way and that it could go away just like that. So be mindful and be skeptical. Be understanding of the situation we're in as a society right now. And understand that if Major League Baseball screws this up, you can hold within your heart that you are on the right side of skeptically holding their feet to the fire and holding them accountable for the missteps that they took to get this season started. To me, that is the most important part of all of this. On a baseball perspective, though, I think that we are going to have an exciting sprint. It's going to be difficult to adjust to, but it's going to be exciting because every game means more than it used to. You go from 162 games to 60 games. You have a team that wins three in a row, and that could make the difference between them winning the division or not winning the division. One thing that really intrigues me, and I think we'll get into this a little bit later on this week, is that pitchers are not going to be going more than five innings initially because it's going to take a little bit longer for starting pitchers to get ramped up. So I'll be intrigued to see how the pitching situation ends up fluctuating during the start of all of this. But all I can tell you is this. We're going to have baseball on July 23rd. The Nationals and Yankees are going to kick off the Major League Baseball season, and we will all be excited because the national pastime of the United States has returned. All I'm asking is that you watch it with an open mind and be skeptical about anything that happens going forward. Because if you aren't, then you have lost the sense of why you were upset at MLB in the first place. And just to make it clear, that is a view that I have not just about baseball, but about any issue that you hold near and dear to your heart and mind. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Thanks again for listening to MLB Morning Coffee, a baseball podcast from the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California. Have a great rest of your day, and as always, we will catch you in the AM.